Hey there, Anna Guest Jelly here. Welcome to Love Curvy Yoga, the podcast where we talk about and practice all things body affirming and yoga. Now let's get into it. Welcome. Hope you're doing well today. I'm excited because I want to talk to you today about something that you may or may not have heard about before. I don't know. It is interoception. Before we dive into that, though, there's a couple other things I want to talk about, which are relevant and related. So the first one is exteroception, and that is the ability to notice what's going on around you. And by that, I mean like in your world. So when you notice that your friend looks excited or I just glanced out my window and saw a bird chirping outside, that kind of thing. So just noticing the world around you is exteroception. It's our ability to notice those things. Proprioception is the ability to notice where your body is in space. So this is what keeps you from bumping into everyone and everything around you. So you have a sense of, here's how far I am from the kitchen counter, so I walk around it. So proprioception, the ability to notice where your body is in space. Interoception, what we're mostly going to focus on during this podcast episode, is the ability to sense inside your own body. So to notice cues like hunger, thirst, when you have to go to the bathroom, sensations from your organs and muscles, etc. So exteroception outside, proprioception, your body in space, interoception inside your own body. Now yoga, probably not too surprisingly, is useful in developing all of these skills. But I think it's particularly relevant for interoception, which I think is a real key to body acceptance and is why I wanted to bring it in to our conversations here. So if you've read my book, or you might just have heard me tell this story some other time, you probably know that when I first came to yoga, I had no idea how to do things that my teacher suggested, such as, you know, notice what was happening in my baby toe in a yoga pose. And honestly, like, not only did I not know how to notice something like that, which can be sort of subtle, I also didn't know how to notice like what my entire leg was doing. I just didn't think that that was a thing. In another realm of my life, for a really long time, I would, in the midst of my chronic migraines, which you might know that I had uh, three separate years in my life where I had migraines every single day, during those times, particularly the first time that that happened, and then even in the intervening years where they were less frequent, meaning I still had them a few times a week, I would often find myself in the midst of a migraine before I could do anything about it. 
And at that point, the only thing that was available to me was to take some medicine and to hope that I could just like sleep it away and wake up and it would be at least slightly reduced. Over time, as I started to be able to listen within my own body a little bit more, develop my interoception, which came in many ways through my yoga practice, I started to be able to back that up just a little bit. So I could start to catch the migraine, notice the cues that happened in my body a little bit sooner and a little bit sooner and a little bit sooner. And that made a really big difference because being able to notice, sometimes even a day in advance I could notice one might be coming on and start to make some shifts means that I might not get the migraine at all, or if I do, it will most of the time at least be reduced in um, severity and duration. So there are a lot of different ways that interoception can help us, and those are just a couple different examples. You know, another one (laughs) um, is that, you know, this is really the reason that I think it was hard for me to feel these things is because of my dieting history. So thanks to many years, decades really, of outsourcing things like my hunger cues to diets. So the diet told me when to eat, not my body. I greatly diminished and I felt like I lost it entirely, though I don't think that's true, but I definitely greatly diminished my ability to notice when I was hungry, when I was full, what was happening in my body in relationship to food. So much so that when I first began my journey into body acceptance and healing my disordered relationship to food, my therapist at the time would ask me to rank how hungry I was before I ate to how full I was after on a scale from 1 to 10, where 1 was like starving and 10 was stuffed at Thanksgiving. And I'm not proud of this, but the truth is that I just lied for like the first six months because I was so embarrassed that I had no freaking clue. I had no idea. Like almost every single meal, I would say I was a three before and I was a seven after because I just felt like that seems safe. Like I'll just guess somewhere in the middle. And I think I varied it up a little bit so it wouldn't be completely obvious that I was just making it up. But I was. I was totally making it up. Over time and particularly once I started to bring my body into body acceptance what a concept, (laughs) I began to be able to sense what was happening in my body again. But I have to say that most important part again, which is over time. You know, I disconnected those cues in my body, like I said, over the course of decades, 20 plus years. So redeveloping it was not something that was going to happen overnight, though If you've been listening to this podcast for more than one episode, you know I wanted it to happen overnight. (laughs) I want everything to happen overnight. So yoga is a practice that can help us and enhance our exteroception, perception, and interoception. And the reason that I mentioned earlier that I think interoception is such a key to body acceptance 
is because when you don't know what's happening in and with your body, it's really challenging to develop a relationship with it and have a conversation with it, which is what I think body acceptance is. It's not this destination that I think many of us think it will be, but an ongoing action. So that kind of brings us to the question of, you know, if you're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know if I have any interoception. (laughs) Number one, you do. (laughs) But number two, I relate to that feeling so much. If you're thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to develop this? I have some different suggestions that you could start to weave into your day, both on and off of your yoga mat. And some of these you may already do and just not have kind of tied them to this concept of interoception. What I like about thinking about interoception, why I wanted to have this conversation is sometimes it can just give you a little bit of a foothold into thinking about what is happening within and in your relationship with your body when you think like, oh, this is a thing, like this is a container that I can understand interoception. Okay, so some possibilities for Um, developing that. Number one, regular check-ins throughout the day. And that's something we've been talking about here on the podcast, also in the stretch, our four-month practice process lately, and that is presence. So I'm literally talking about taking a moment and feeling your feet on the floor or your bum on the chair seat or your hand on your phone or your keyboard. Just taking one moment, coming to notice what's happening in your body. And those are just little things that you kind of sprinkle or pepper throughout your day. This is not something that you will be doing 24-7. I mean, maybe you're really great at it. (laughs) You're way better at it than I am, and you will be doing that. But I don't actually think that's how human beings work. (laughs) So you'll most likely be doing it, you know, just throughout the day. And some people find it useful to um, have set times that they do that. Like, for example, at natural transition points during the day, maybe when you first um, get to work or whatever you're doing in the day, at mealtimes of a transition, as you transition from the kind of work day to the evening or from evening to bedtime. Um, But other people, myself included, I just kind of do it organically um, throughout the day. So you could, you know, play with those different options. Some other ways that you might experiment with this are asking yourself questions and letting that be the practice. So actually asking the question, letting that be what helps you to develop your interoception as much or more than getting an answer. So we can be very answer-oriented. And of course, over time, most likely responses or answers will start to arise. But just getting in the practice of asking yourself those questions is really what helps to give you something to hook into in terms of your interoception. So you might know my favorite question is, what does my body need right now? And how can I meet that need with the resources that I have on hand? So this whole idea is about getting curious about what's happening in your body. And we're going to be talking about that 
this month in the stretch. This is coming up starting on Sunday, if you're listening to this in relative real time. And I will link to that if you're not already hooked into those resources. Side note, if you're listening to this and you are a paid member of Curvy Yoga Studio, our online studio, we have a guidebook with 30 different questions that you could bring to your yoga mat or off your yoga mat. So look in the library for that if you're interested for some more prompts. Other ways that you might develop your interoception ability to listen within, placing one hand on your heart. You could also place it on your belly, your knee, just sometimes having that gentle connection of your hand to a part of your body helps to ground you, slow you down for a moment, and really be able to feel the touch of your hand on that particular part of the body can help you start to listen within. Breath awareness is another great option. So noticing the rhythm of your own breath or trying some various breathing techniques, things like counting your breath, so inhaling to a count of one, exhaling to a count of two, continuing that until you get to 10. All of these are just different strategies for developing your ability to listen to yourself. So if one of these doesn't work for you or only one works for you or you have no idea what works for you, you can try these out. You can mix and match. You can find your own way. These are all doorways for you to walk through and see what you find inside. And you might look from the door frame and be like, no, thanks. <laughs> and try a different door. Uh, the last one I wanted to mention here is guided meditations. And I have got one for you this week on exactly what we've been talking about, listening within. So you're welcome to check that out, download it to your phone, etc. And I've also linked to some resources for more on interoception and yoga in the show notes if you are into it and you want to learn more. Developing your ability to listen within, developing your interoception is something that I personally experience as ever growing. It's one of those things, honestly, like body acceptance, where you, or I'll just say I, (laughs) often feel like nothing is happening and most likely like you're going backwards (laughs) and then all of a sudden you have a moment where you notice things are different. And that might be dramatic, but most of the time that's probably gonna be something kind of small. So you caught that headache coming on a few minutes sooner. You noticed that you were thirsty. You felt your tiredness and let yourself rest a bit, etc. What I think is useful is knowing A, that interoception is a thing, and B, that it's something you can learn and grow over time. Because otherwise, we're often stuck thinking, everybody else can do this but me. Everybody else can listen to their body. They must have had great parents who taught them that. (laughs) And while I'm sure that's true for like two people, (laughs) it's not true for most of us. It is definitely not true for me. People who are able to listen to their bodies sometimes because like I said, I don't think anybody does it all the time, are just like you and me. 
they started off with no clue. <laughs> At least that's true for me. Maybe that's not true for you. Uh, they started off with no clue. And then slowly over time began to develop a clue. Okay, let's close with one breath together. This can even be your opportunity to tune in, practice your interoception right now. So we'll inhale and exhale. The light in me honors the light in you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Love Curvy Yoga. You can find more information about this podcast and all things Curvy Yoga at curvyyoga.com. If you love the show, please share it or even review it in iTunes. Both help us get the word out that yoga is a way to come home to your body and yourself exactly as you are today. Have a great day and curve on.